Man, it's like cherry nirvana the moment you drink this. Wow. So we here at Critical Thinking do not appropriate. <laughs> we do not. We the, like the cherry. No, what? Yes, we do. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wanted to make a statement that we here at Critical Thinking do not. Uh, what's the word? How do they do it in those commercials? Not subjugate, because that's not that's the wrong damn word I'm looking for. Procrastinate? No, not procrastinate. You know how you had the <laughs> you know how they had the little warnings up there? These are oh. not our views. Oh. We here so. at Critical Thinking do not support the views of NOS. <laughs> we support the views of the juice. <laughs> as Sean would say. Bring yeah. us the juice. Juice, this is the fourth damn time I've asked you. Hit me up, juice. Welcome to another exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, Sean, the Irishman, and our other co-host, The Mig One, and for you humans, Miguelis Majesticus. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, video games, and upcoming creators. I can buy up the markers, I got hella bang, bang. I can ball in things, I got hella bang, bang. Like we don't have Miguel here. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? The world <laughs> may never know. <laughs> <laughs> so we have another lost episode. <laughs> so guys, we are back from the grave. It is I, Sean, the Irishman, and Rick. <laughs> and we are so excited to be back talking about trailers. We don't have Miguel with us this time. Um, I don't know. I guess he's got too many things to do. But anyhow, um, so we're pretty excited about these trailers. These are fun trailers that we got for you guys, things we definitely enjoyed watching. Some there we're going to probably, I don't know. Well, I don't think we'll shit on any of them, really. Like Even the Star Wars one, to be honest, to be fair, even though I have clearly made my opinion known, I will say, I, I will have probably a surprising insight for you guys if you know my opinion about these previous two movies. And uh, so, there, it, it, uh, stay tuned for that one. But uh, yeah, we've had, a, we've had a lot of challenges going on lately. You know, a lot of things have been going on with our families and, and uh, unfortunate, you know, untimely deaths and stuff that's been happening. And, you know, we've had some challenges with our shift over to the platform with Anchor and everything. But things seem to be... Smoothing out, seem to be working out, where we're actually getting our stuff out there distributed again, so that's good. Um, but at this point, guys, that's pretty much it for the uh, for the opening type stuff, and uh, we'll be trying to bring in the Miguelis Majesticus here on the cell phone. I am the Majesticus. <laughs> I don't think he's loud enough. What? I'm not loud enough. Oh, I could be louder. <laughs> <laughs> So we have today interviewing the Miguelis Majesticus. So what's it like being a, a thousand-year-old spirit possessing a body of a Mexican man? Pretty shitty. I wanted a white guy, but this is the body they gave me. <laughs> As you can I, see, wanted a I wanted a black man first, but you know how that goes. <laughs> it's like now all three of us are here. Miguel's here via phone. Yeah, I just got home right now, guys. So that's why I knew I was not going to be able to make it tonight. Gotcha. Hey, it's all good, man. Did you send him the trailers list? Or? I didn't send him the trailers list, so he's just going to have to listen to us talk about it. But I'm pretty sure he saw some of these, so he can he can probably join in on some of the trailers when we go to Trailer Talk. Well, go ahead. Anyways, well, let's just do our little quick roundtable real quick. Well, since you're on the phone first, just go ahead and skip with 
just, just give us your your. Uh, how did your week how go? Did your week go. Well, my weekend was okay until I went Ubering with a so-called buddy of mine, and he was banking two bills, and I never even broke 80. <laughs> Shit. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that somebody screwed my Uber numbers and put me down to being blue and not platinum, so I got the blue balls all night, couldn't get no money. Oh, damn. Is it, is it, is, is it, is it your fault for not Ubering for a whole summer and then coming back to drop you the blue balls? Let me tell you something, bro. Uber should have kept me at Platinum because I am the big one. We've discussed this already a few months ago. But what I'm saying is, I have a 4.99. What's your rating, fool, with your Platinum ass? What, 4.86? I'm 4.95. But yeah, I was making Look money. Look at this. 4.95. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm here almost carrying a perfect rating. When you think of Majesticus, you think perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, what else? I'm that's not what we think. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. You think long, dong, and hairy. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. That's not on my mind. That might be your thing, but that's not our thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my weekend. Other than that, and babysitting the grandson, so that was a lot of fun, you know. He, he was dropping bombs everywhere, and I'm not talking about the fun type of bombs. He was dropping mother bombs. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, you got to tell our fans, why the hell aren't you here? I mean, you just said you're not going to be able to make it because you were braiding. So what, what what was it exactly that you're doing? Oh, right now? Yeah. I'm actually laying down on the couch. Oh, wow. So <laughs> is this a therapy session? Uh, yeah, I'm laying down on the couch. I'm in the air condition. I'm totally naked. <laughs> and I don't, uh, <laughs> no, no. Wow. Uh, no. No, you know, my wife being what she does, she was not going to be home early, and I had to go pick up Brayden. Well, Brayden's practice ran long, hence why I just walked in the door. Ah. So, you guys, we know how it was be at the 637. I knew that was not going to be the case, and it was, I was not going to be able to make it today because of what happened this week, what happened with the game, and my wife having a meeting and stuff. I knew I wasn't going to make it tonight. So yeah. that's why I'm coming to you via phone. Yeah. I did uh I did notice that uh bowling did get the ass kicked. No, we we see see that that that's different. We didn't get our ass kicked, sir. We we made mental mistakes and cost ourselves the game. Pittsburgh got the ass whooped. Oh yeah, that was an ass whooping. <laughs> that's a difference. A loss and an ass whooping is something totally different. We were in the game, had we not made those stupid mistakes down the road. Uh, we could have probably won that game. I mean, believe it or not, we were still in it, even though we lost 27 to 14. Uh, we, we had like, man, we were holding so much, you think we were dancing. And then, uh, <laughs> but, but it's alright. Now we gotta take on the rivals this coming weekend. Number three in state, East Bernard, and that's gonna be, that game gonna be nasty, cause it's gonna be some, gonna be some, gonna be some hitting in that game, trust me, cause it's always hitting. They don't mind who's ranked or who's the best. Because the other team can be 0-16 and, and playing the number one ranked team in the state, and that game's still going to be close. Dang. So, uh, yeah, we're gearing up for that. That's another reason why I knew practice was going to go long today. I already knew it. Uh, all right. Well, how about you, Sean? How was your week? Man, my week has been uh, pretty challenging, pretty rough. Um, so, I don't want to be a big oh. downer, but uh, my uh, grandpa's actually only been given about two or three weeks to live, so... My uh, mom had to go up there, had to take her uh, Friday to the airport, and uh, she and my uh, second to the youngest sister, Emma, went with her to be there. I wanted to go, too, but it just wasn't 
in the in the budget and wasn't in the cars this time. Somebody needed to stay here, you know, with the rest of them and do the, you know, traveling, getting them different jobs and stuff to their locations. And and then, you know, I got so many things going, too, that I, I have to get done. I got to get tied up, so I couldn't really leave, unfortunately. So that's kind of hard. I was there, you know, right before my grandma died, and I was there with both of them, so it seems kind of difficult to not get to be there myself, but I'm glad that at least my mom's going to be there. So if he does pass like in the next two weeks or whatever, she'll at least be there with him and Emma's there too. So that's kind of the, that's the, that's the sucky part. Um, other than that, I mean, there's been some cool things going on too. I've made some progress in my book again. So that's been nice. The summer has been so much going on that I've like not really gotten the chance to get as much accomplished as I'd hope, but, uh, really starting to get back on that progress train, so I'm happy about that. We're still talking about that book? <laughs> that novel? <laughs> hey, it's got, it's 100 pages, man. It's 100 pages. But before you go on, in all seriousness, I wanted to say, Sean, I'm sorry that your grandfather has only been given that long to live. Uh, and Rick, again, I I wanted to send my condolences to you for the passing of your aunt. So, you know, I know it's kind of hard to have to record today with, with that on your mind, so... You guys are troopers. I wanted our fans to know that you guys are going through some crap. Well, thanks for letting the fans know because I hadn't said that part of my part. Of the round table, <laughs> but, uh, go ahead. Well, you know, I got I got I got to I got to put it out there. You know, breaking news. <laughs> I'm Tom. I'm Tom Cook, and this is. Uh... <laughs> anyway, yeah, my my weekend was pretty good. Uh, I did awesome in Ubering, uh, unlike uh, some other person I know. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think you were riding dirty all night. That's what I think. <laughs> it was funny. He was like down the street from one of the bars, and he's sitting there waiting. I'm going to go meet up with meet up with Miguel, and uh, lo and behold, I get pinged at to go to the bar that's like down the street from him, and he's all like, "Mother!" <laughs> yeah, I, I'm one block away, and he gets pinged. Wow. He's like on the other side of Houston, and he gets pinged, and I'm sitting right there. Man. It was hilarious. But uh, other than that, yeah, unfortunately, but yeah, my aunt did pass away yesterday. Uh, we're having the funeral and everything. The funeral's on Thursday, so we're going to have all this taken care of. Uh, other than that, like I said, my weekend was great. The whole thing, I got to, uh, like you said, you, you, your boy here, Rick, wants to lose some more weight. Not only do I walk after work, uh, well, not unfortunately not today because I'm here recording, but during the week I do walk at least two and a half miles to three miles a day. And then uh, now I got a bike. And uh, hopefully I, this gives me a lot more cardio and I'll lose a lot more weight. So, gotcha. Is that, is that a code for sex? <laughs> is it a code for sex? He's going he's gonna to do it on a bike? On a bike? <laughs> I mean, a I'm motorcycle maybe, but... <laughs> You've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, this, is, this is just, you know, honestly, just, you know, Everybody wants to get healthy. I'm pretty, you're the same way, uh, Miguel, you know, so. You should get a bike, Miguel. He should go riding with Rick. No way, man. No <laughs> way. <laughs> I ain't a two-seater kind of guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it came in today. My bike's right here. I just got to put it together. Come on, man. We'll all get bikes. We'll be the Critical Cyclist podcast or something. <laughs> Hi, we're recording live on the road to LaGrange. Oh, shit. Sean just got ran over. Hi, it's the Critical 2 now. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> No nah, man, you gotta go to the park. You can't ride. You can't. You can't ride on the roads in Houston. You die here. Yeah, but see, the, if you're gonna get a bike, you gotta get one of them seats that that's soft on the boys, man. Because you get that ass cancer, you ride that bike too much. 
<laughs> well, they do have the seat that takes that crotch part out of the way, so you don't have to worry about your balls hurting anymore. And I think I'm going to buy that and put it on this bike. There you go. You need to get one that like massages them while you ride. That, that'd probably be better. For <laughs> there you go, Rick. That's a new invention. Invent that. <laughs> like, other than that, the ball, massa- the ball massager nine thousand. There you go. <laughs> Hold on. That was our roundtable for now. Now we're gonna go and jump into trailer talk, if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how long's it been since we've done a trailer? It's been for, uh, forever and a day. Yeah, man. Maybe two months. It's been a while. It's been a while. We've been a trailerless summer almost. Well, it's been know, kind, of, kind of a boring summer a little bit. The only thing that was good that came out was what? Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah. Luke and Hobbs. Yeah, Luke and Hobbs. That was a good one that came out with But let's talk about upcoming movies now. Uh, the, first okay. trailer, the first trailer that Sean and I watched, and I don't know if Miguel's seen it or not, uh, we saw Bad Boys... Three, Bad Boys oh, for Life. Oh yeah, uh, this is is not done by Michael Bay this time. It's done by That's a different exploring. director, but all in all, it still captured the Bad Boys feel. Watching this one because it looks like it's another drug deal, like they always do. They're always trying to catch drug dealers because I think that's that's their division, right? And Martin Lawrence still wants to still the almost elite the weapon thing wants to retire. It looks like this is gonna be the last run with them. But I don't know, because there's, there's a scene in there. You see Will Smith uh, following him on a, a... I don't know if it's if it's uh, Martin Lawrence in the stretcher or not, but the, you can see that in this in this year. But, like, Sean, Sean and I, we both watched it. We both were like, the action's there. So the comedy is there. You, the comedy's yeah. definitely there, you know, because they, they have really good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's Will Smith. I mean, come on. Will Smith... Hasn't really gone wrong in some movies. I mean, I know some of them have been blockbusters, but some of them are actually really good. So all in all, like this is one movie I'm looking forward to watching. It's not coming out until January. So uh, what do you think, Sean? I thought that this one has a really interesting uh, balance to it. Like the parts that are serious seem really serious, seem really hard edged, but then it goes into comedy. So it, you kind of get like this heaven and hell balance, you know, dynamic back and forth, which I really like because that keep that kind of keeps you more emotionally engaged, you know, and it kind of keeps you where you're really like this is this is fascinating. So if it plays the same kind of pacing the movie as it does in the trailer, I think it's going to be really cool. I think if you know as, if they weren't just showing us all the highlights of like the action that's in the movie i think there will be a lot of action and it looks like some of the stunts are like bigger than the stunts they've done in the previous movies so it looks like a very uh fun movie to watch and you know just to see the different crap that they pull off and that they do we're definitely getting a little more serious of a will smith in this one but at the same time of course they're still bringing the comedy they're still bringing the same stuff so i i feel like they're gonna as long as, you know, the writing doesn't suck, as long as they do it right, I feel like in a lot of ways this is a more ambitious one out of the out of the other two. Like, this is maybe, a, in some ways, maybe a better produced, better movie. Yeah. What about you, Miguel? Did you, have you seen it? I saw the trailer, yes. Uh, I definitely am, am I'm excited for it. It's going to be very, uh, like Sean said earlier, it's going to have a lot of uh, action scenes, but I think it's going to have that deep feel more than the first two did. I think they're going to try to placate that more on the on the will on the Martin Lawrence, you know, retiring and maybe him getting hurt and Mike Lowry, you know, Will Smith going all crazy to avenge him and stuff. Cause you know, he's like, let's do this one more time. But you guys left out one important part, man. Joe Pants is back, man. Joe Pants. <laughs> yeah, the Joe cap- Pants is in the show. He's like, it's like, yeah, the comment is like, you didn't do any of this? Oh, come on, Captain. You know I shot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but 
I think it's going to have a deeper feeling to it. I think it's going to have more. They're going to try to capture some more emotion uh, from Mike Lowry and you know, character because of Martin Lawrence's character and him wanting to retire. And I think that's I think you got. You think you hit it earlier, Rick. It's going to be. I think it's going to be a really great movie. And I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm glad it's like been too long since Bad Boys Two, uh, yeah. but this may be the last one. Yeah, so, you, you might be right about that, and that would also explain why they're really seeming to put a lot into this one. And the amount of money they're paying both of them. Yeah. So yeah. the other thing I was going to say, Rick, don't forget to get this when it comes out on uh, Time for Voodoo, you know, you get that Bad Boys 3 pack. Yeah, most likely <laughs> I probably will do that. Because I'm really debating right now to get the uh, the Men in Black 4 pack. Uh, get that Mike Lowry package. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all, 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 all of us are... The next trailer we saw, I don't know if you saw this one again or not. This was a uh, Jojo Rabbit. This is the one, no. uh, uh, the director of uh, Thor Ragnarok. He's the one that did this one. He's also the one playing Hitler. <laughs> I didn't know that yeah, part. That, he's playing oh. Hitler in this one. Uh, it's, uh, it's basically back in World War II, I believe. And it's, the bun- it's following a bunch of kids. The kid's name is Jojo. And they're trying to train him to be Nazis. And what the it, hell? Yeah, it, but it's totally comedy all the way through this thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I, got, yeah I was gonna say you couldn't do a movie like that seriously during this time. You want to talk about people be up in arms? Yeah, it's, so, it's kind of half and half though. At the same time, some of the things definitely do seem to be getting a serious theme, and it seems to be kind of like following his life and his story, where it's like you're not really a Nazi. You know, you're just a boy, and you just want to be a soldier, and you're just putting on a uniform. And, like, this whole, you know, kind of seems like kind of a puppy love story kind of thing ends up developing between him and this Jewish girl that his mom is apparently, you know, hiding hiding there in their house. So, and so his, but what's funny about this is his imaginary friend Hitler. Yeah. Because this Hitler is falling around as his imaginary friend. So he has these hilarious discussions with one of the things is, whoa, that was really intense because he, you know, found the Jewish girl there and closes the door and leaves out of the room. And he was like, what what should we do? And he was like, burn down the house and, and blame it on Winston Churchill. He's like, yeah, no, negotiate. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Dude, this movie's going to piss people off no matter. Wow. Again, it's, it's comedy, but this movie's going to really upset some people. And it's got Scarlett Johansson in it. That's who the kid's mom is. People are going to be. Dude, this movie's going to piss people off. I, I think it's still too soon. Yes, I know that was 1942. It's still too soon. <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes I think, I think that. Uh, I think it might be it might be well time because of the fact that people are kind of getting tired of political correctness. People are getting tired of like, all these lines and things we're not allowed to talk but, about. But, but it's funny. I mean, you might think it's going to be hurting everything, but it's showing the boy. In all honesty, it does have a serious note to it because the boy is conflicting with his imaginary friend, which is Hitler, who's all up against the Jews. But he's all like, they look just like you and me. They're not any different. She seems he, nice. He seems nice. He's you, you. You see the change. Yeah, but his imaginary friend is Hitler. What the <laughs> hell? Oh, I know. Yeah, my imaginary friend is the devil. What do you think of me now? 
<laughs> I mean, well, the devil probably would have less of a problem than Hitler, to be honest. Like, if somebody had imaginary friend Satan, it would probably actually be easier to sell that one. But the way they do it, though, like, the way his his version of Hitler is, like, almost, like, disarming. Like, you don't really feel like, ugh, Hitler. Yeah. Like, it, it just, it's, it's, I got you. it's, it's funny yeah. and, like, almost charming in a way. Yeah. You know what's funny is I sound like those damn critics who haven't even watched the movie but are already condemning it because it's Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, now you get the now you get the critic view from it. Just but, think about I don't know. Just think about Hitler sounds like Korg. Nice. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, hey, we're gonna gonna grab some pizza Thor, that kid's back. <laughs> That's messed up, man. That is wrong in itself, period. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't. Honestly, I'm. I'm. It's not that I. You know, it's gonna be a big old blockbuster thing. But I think this one is more like a Redbox thing to me. Yeah, I'd rather see it. Same here. It's not like. Just a minute, you guys don't want to get caught in the theater watching that movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I guarantee you there'll be. I care. Okay, I'm gonna call this out right now. I guarantee there'll be a protest somewhere. You're probably right. There probably will be. Berkeley. It'll be at Berkeley. (laughs) Yeah. But like I said, nice. like I said, this is more like a, a red box thing for me. So I don't, uh, everybody, I, I do recommend. Like I said, every trailer we watch, I do recommend to watch it. Get your own idea on if you're gonna watch it or not. But like I said, this is more like a red box to us. All three, all three of us agree on that one. Yeah, yeah. Hell no, man. We're Hitler. You take what we tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next trailer. Uh, I'm pretty sure you saw this one. It's called El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Yeah, it's coming on Netflix in November. Uh, it's basically a teaser. It's just one guy talking that the the cops have gotten, and he's sitting there talking the whole time. He's like, "No, he's not gonna rat out Jesse because this is the movie that's following Jesse from the from the show." Oh, okay. So it picks up after Walt's dead. Yes. Oh, okay. I want to see this. So it looks good because the guy, even though it was just such a short teaser, it was intense. You can tell the guy, he was all sitting, he goes, I'm not going to, he goes, the the cops are looking for Jesse. And he was like, you know, even if I knew where Jesse was, I'm not going to tell you. He's flat out telling So you know it's got, and plus, you know, it's Breaking Bad. You know, it's got that feel to it. Yeah, it already. definitely had the, the feel all the way. Because, like, that whole interrogation, like, even though, like Rick said, even though it was short, it was like like his acting and how much he was into it, and then the lighting and everything that was in the whole thing. It was just like this storyline is already picking me up. Like holy shit, I gotta see this movie. The question is: Is Aaron Paul gonna be in it? Yes. Oh hell yeah, I'm there. Will Walt make a cameo in past scenes or something, or in dream sequences? That would be pretty badass. I have no idea, but we'll find out. It's gonna come on Netflix, so we'll be able to see it. Very nice. I'm down. I know you're down. You've been a fan of Breaking Bad. I'm a fan of Breaking Bad. I'm definitely down for this one and everything. And I Hell yeah, I got, I got the Breaking Bad barrel DVD section here. I got the El Poil <laughs> apron, bro. <laughs> so did my dad. So did my dad. He uses it. <laughs> hey, man. I'm the man who killed Gus Fring. <laughs> Say my name, Sean. <laughs> Say my name. I ain't saying you're McGillis, you're McGillis, but Jessica's <laughs> goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, that's like I said, that's a that's a goal for all of us. Even though it was a teaser, that's a definite on all of us watching this. And I'm oh, pretty hell sure yeah. there's a shit ton of Breaking Bad fans out there, and they're waiting for this movie. Oh yeah, I watched that shit at midnight. 
As soon as it gets dropped, I'm waking up and watching it. Damn. <laughs> Does I set an alarm for it? Exactly. Is Hell that- no, I probably won't even sleep. <laughs> Damn. All right, the next one we saw. Now, this is coming on to the Disney streaming service. Uh, we saw the trailer for The Mandalorian. Directed by John Favreau, and I think it's eight episodes total. But just this trailer alone, it feels like the Wild West. This is happening after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and it has a very Star Wars feel. Yeah, like it, it really feels like it. Really strong Star Wars feel. Uh, I forgot the the guy that's playing the Mandalorian is a Mexican guy. I forgot his name. Yeah, Mandalorians are Mexican. That's where we're at. <laughs> That's where you are in the Star Wars universe. You're the Mandalorians. So, I don't know. Did you get a chance to see that trailer, Miguel? No, that's, I haven't even heard of this. Oh, my God. You, you will have to see this. This is this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they're doing it right. Yeah, so this one, it starts off as basically... Well they, well, well, they didn't get it right if Danny Trejo ain't playing the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about... What about Antonio Banderas, man? <laughs> oh man, you, you, you got ain't no other Mexican now that Machete support has come out, bro. Everybody else is dead. But, but you know, this. the guy that's playing the Mandalorian, from what I heard, uh-huh. he doesn't take the mask off. Oh, so he's staying. Oh. But it kind of has the Wild West feel to it because he's you know he's bounty hunting. Yeah, so he's out in the outer mm-hmm. rim and stuff. And the what is he? What is he? A luchador? He don't take his mask off. <laughs> No, but you can tell he does just like the Mandalorians. They whatever armor they just put on, he has different colors until uh, basically another the antagonist in this one is uh, hired him to I guess to go kill certain people, and is giving him this special kind of Mandalorian metal that they make their armor from. And so, and this is part of the Star Wars thing. Yeah, and so by the time when it comes down to the eighth. The eighth episode, he might have full Mandalorian outfit at the end. Oh wow! So hey man, hey, all I know in Hollywood, you don't go full Mandalorian, bro. <laughs> I never go full Mandalorian. <laughs> exactly, you can go half, but you never go full Mandalorian, bro. It's not good. Yeah. But I don't know. It looks really good because it shows. I mean, John Favreau. I can say I like to say he never goes wrong, but I didn't really like. Lion King, because too many changes. Mm. But this one, oh my god. He caught the feel of Star Wars. Yeah. He caught the feel of being a bounty hunter. And you see the death. You see, he literally, the, the one scene where he he punches a guy, he goes through one of the doors, but he shoots the door and it closes so it's going to cut him in half. That's fucked up. That's how graphic this, yeah. this is going to be. Yeah. Well, shit, I'm in. I'm in now. I put it this way: as a listener, because I didn't, I'm pretty much in a listener form too, because I've never seen this trailer or even heard of this before. And just listening to you guys and telling me what it's about, I'm all in, bro. I'm in. But get this: you so know we got, we got some, we got some Wild West feeling. We got some bounty hunters. We got people getting cut in half and people going full Mandalorian. Oh hell yeah, I'm in. <laughs> but guess who's in charge of the bounty hunters? Samuel Jackson. Nah, Carl Darth Weathers. Vader. Apollo, Apollo, <laughs> Apollo Creed, Apollo Creed. He's in charge of the man. He's in charge of the bounty hunters. Uh, Gina Carano. She's another bounty hunter that helps the the Mandalorian. Nice. So he's in charge of the bounty hunters. Yeah. Who's in charge of the bounty hunters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, and uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? 
The black guy that blew up in the hospital that came out with half his face gone? Yeah, Gus Fring. Yeah. He's he's uh he's one of the Empire generals. Nice. Okay, I, okay, so this guy's good acting. Okay, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. y'all sold me. Yeah, so What's this coming out? This is coming out uh, when the Disney streaming service starts, which is uh, November 12th. Dang. Okay. All right, Rick. Let me have your password and your user ID. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you don't want to make all the money Uber in, bitch, so I'm just saying. <laughs> like, Buying new bikes. Yeah, Buying new bikes and ball warmers. I'm just saying. You guys got your own socialist republic going on here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the next trailer we saw was... Uh, was it, uh, I think it was called Novella or or, uh, or Noel? Yeah, Noel it trailer. it's another Disney streaming service movie. It's a Christmas movie with Anna Kendrick. She plays the sister of, she's the daughter of Santa Claus. And Santa Claus is actually retiring. So her brother, which is Saint Nick, her brother is going to be the new Santa Claus. And she's supposed to help him out. And Who's her brother? Out. Uh, played by uh, Bill Hader. I think that was. Oh my! I knew you were going to say Bill Hader. I effing knew you were going to say Bill Hader. That was the first name that popped into my. This is a comedy, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh and my God! Okay, basically, Dude, I'm going to have a damn who it is. You mentioned two people that I love to watch: Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick. I'm in. You don't have to say anything else. Basically, what happens is she tells him he's having a nervous breakdown of becoming Santa Claus, and he tells her. She tells him, "Well, you just need to take a break. Just." Just leave for the weekend and then come back. And he ends up leaving for a long time. And uh, she's, her and her, uh, like one of the elves, they go out to try to find him so they can save Christmas. (laughs) Very nice. And she ends up finding him. It shows it in the trailer. She ends up finding him. He's a yoga instructor. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're doing downward reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's funny. So, but like I said, it's funny because her interaction with everybody there—they're all like, "Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from a town up north, a little town up north." And then all of a sudden, she's like, "It's hot out here, Ohio," and she's sitting inside the freezer. <laughs> oh my god! Stay cold. And then all of a sudden, the lady goes, "She goes, oh, your your pants look jolly. They look they look uh, festive." And she's like, "Oh, these are my yoga pants." And she goes, "Oh, I like your yogurt pants." <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it does have its little comedic antics to it. It looks a really like it's Disney. It's going to be a family movie. Yeah, it's definitely a very family movie vibe. And this is on the streaming service too? Yeah, it's going to be a, their first movie on the streaming service. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, that was that one. I think, like I said, when I get the streaming service, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to want to check it out. That's right. What I say, Sean? Don't forget <laughs> to give me that password or name. <laughs> <laughs> so I wish somebody would have kept the HBO one, but he's turned that one off. Hey, man, Game of Thrones pissed me off so bad, I just cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) There is no HBO. There never was. (laughs) That's right. Now, this one is, I I don't know, I don't think you've ever seen this one. This one is going to be explained by me and Sean Rowell to you. This one's called The Motherless Brooklyn. This one stars, now get this, it has Edward Norton. Okay. Bruce Willis. William Defoe. Okay. Okay. Alec Baldwin. All right. All right. And basically, uh, just like action movie? Kind of? Yes. Yes and no. Because it's like, it's it's action, but it's 
almost mystery, like almost noir-ish. You know, not exactly noir, but kind of noir-ish. You know, we're kind of like in Brooklyn. We're kind of like in New York, you know, on the seedy kind of side of neighborhoods and stuff like that. This is a private investigations kind of movie. Yeah. And it's a, the, the guy that it's about that, you know, Norton is playing is a guy that has like Tourette's. Yeah. And he's, he's always... Nice. But it's like based in the 19... Uh, maybe 20s. 20s and 30s. 20s around and 30s, there? yeah. Huh. What, and, uh, Sin City Revisited? <laughs> it's black and white? Yeah. Well, basically, what it is, Edward Norton, like he said, he has Tourette's or something, so he's always like, you know, how they always just blurt out words. And uh, he's sitting there, he does that or whatever, and then he, the one detective, or private eye, that kind of helps him along, and, and he helps out the private eye, which is played by Bruce Willis. And he comes to find out that either he made a mistake or Bruce Willis was in something... And Bruce Willis isn't getting shot, so now he's trying to figure out who tried to kill Bruce Willis. Oh, wow. And he comes, as the way he's going, William Defoe kind of like, he's there telling him, hey, you got to watch out who you're talking to, especially, and uh, lo and behold, it's, I probably, uh, if I'm reading this right, Alec Baldwin is the, the big the, bad the, guy. The big bad the in this one. I was just about to say, is he the bad guy? Yeah. yeah. And if you mess up his world, he'll fuck you up, is basically what it is. Nice. And so that's, I like to see another movie with Alec Baldwin as the bad guy. And you're not throwing crappy guys out there. I mean, you got some good B players in there. And you, I mean, Bruce Willis and the dramatic type stuff is interesting. But Ed Norton, Ed Norton, Willem Dafoe, man, that, that's a pretty good cast. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Like, the lines in this movie, I bet the writing is fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. The trailer was good. It got me hooked the first time I saw it. Because, you know, I'm into that kind of detective work and the... the yeah, and the, and the action, and everything, and you trying to figure this out, and everything. I was like, I, I was like, I love the premise of it, especially it goes back in the nineteen twenties and the way it is, the way the the whole thing is. You kind of like you, you, you actually you feel like you're you're there. You, yeah, you, you, the, the ambiance is like really good. You, you know, and that's what I would say was really different about this because, like, instead of like going full kind of noirish or whatever, you know, where it's kind of exaggerated, they went very gritty and realistic to what it was probably actually like. You know, what the culture was like and what the people were like. So you get that like those almost noir hints, like, wow, this kind of seems noirish, but at the same time, it's like, whoa, this is also really different. Because it's, like, definitely taking a more, like, kind of realistic take on the P.I. thing, you know? It's, it's kind of reimagined, it's kind of set, and with more grounding, I would say, and less of the fantasy kind of stuff. I say we keep a uh, keep a running total how many times Sean says noir. <laughs> <laughs> That's the drinking so game you're telling me one. you're telling me it's okay to go full Mandalorian, but you can't go full noir. <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> I, I, uh, you know what? The movie sounds interesting. Based on what you guys have said, I haven't seen the trailer. I'll probably check out some of these trailers when I'm done here. And actually, oh, that's what I was going to say. I have to leave. Guys have to step away. Uh, I probably won't make it back on. Uh, but I wanted to say thanks for having me on with you guys, even though I'm only there in spirit. Well, well, well can, can you just hold off for one more trailer? Okay, what's the trailer? The last trailer that we're going to talk Well, let's all agree we're all probably going to see... Uh, Motherless Brooklyn yeah. at the movie theater. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Motherless Brooklyn, you said? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm in. Alright, last trailer that we're going to talk about is trailer two of The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've seen this trailer. Oh, my God. I don't even give a damn about 
the trailer. All I cared about was Ray with the, with the flipping lightsaber that looks like Dark Small, dude. That right there makes me wonder, is she going bad or is she dreaming? Like, like Rick and me have had to discuss it already before. Or is freaking Kylo, okay, a total switch would be if Kylo Ren winds up being the good guy and Ray goes dark. That would be like, wow. It's kind of like watching Bailey on WWE go bad. And everybody was like, yes, yes, yes. I guarantee you if that happens in the Star Wars movie. Everybody's going to stand up going, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now get this. Now I have some news about it. Like I said, we've all seen it. I know Sean's really. I'm a skeptic, but skeptic. I, I, I give, uh, like I was saying earlier, you know, when we started this whole thing, the surprising thing that I'll say is even though I, you know, fucking hate what, you know, Ryan Johnson did, Ruin Johnson fucked it all up, but I will say for this one, by the trailer, and if they do it like the trailer where, you know, they just Michael Bay the fuck out of this, so we just have tons of action, <laughs> we just have tons of fighting, tons of stuff going on. I don't think they can fuck it up as long as they really make it that action packed. Like that's what that's what really ruined. Aside from the storyline just sucking, having no almost no action, nothing really happening in the whole damn movie was the worst thing about the last one. Yeah. So if they make this one just total, you know, grabbing your ass the whole time, things are are happening and are going on, and you got to pay attention because stuff is happening. They, you know, it could still be a good movie. Yeah. Did I just hear him say, as long as they grab your ass the whole movie? Yes. Yep. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's a new phrase. <laughs> they grab you by the ass and don't let go. You done messed up, eh, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> All right, get this. Now, here's a little bit of news. That this this might trip you out. Now, you know, we always, we've always we been hearing the the Emperor's laugh. And the Emperor, oh, yeah. And when the one with this new trailer, you actually have the Emperor talking at the end. What the deal is, and this is what also, like I said, I think that was a dream sequence for Ray, but then this also changed my mind also. The Emperor's trying to possess one of them. Oh. Ah. You know what would have been even more messed up? What? If the Emperor would have been like, you threw off my groove. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see a new Spaceballs coming out now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Like, Sean, I didn't mind the last one. I thought it could have been done a lot better, obviously. I was kind of disappointed. But I think this one is going to really bring me back in. It's going to end it right. And I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm pretty stoked for it as well. I'm waiting for it. Uh, Sean is still a skeptic, but I'm pretty sure when it does come out, he'll he'll probably want to go check it out. I'm open-minded. Other than that, that's (laughs) all the trailers. (laughs) It's like, that's all of our trailers. We know, Miguel, you got to go. Yeah, I got to go, guys. I appreciate it. And again, remember, don't forget to follow me, the Majestic Miguel. <laughs> so I don't change up. my name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a full Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> he always goes full Miguel Majesticus, but, you know, that's really bad. He always goes full. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, Have man. a great rest of the show. All right. All right. Later. Good having yeah. you, man. All right, man. Later. Well, that was Miguel. Yeah. What do you know? Surprise, surprise guest, <laughs> the Miguelus Majesticus. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Other than that, that was all of our trailers and everything. Uh, I only have bits and pieces of news and stuff like that. Uh, one season two of Titans on the DC streaming service started. Oh, uh, first episode was last week. Uh, Really good. Oh, okay. So now the Titans are actually the way the Titans were supposed to be, really? the way it ended. 
So I'm all like, well, kind of starting with the, I guess, Titans 2.0, if you kind of think about it, because it does talk about how Robin was younger and that he was as Titans then. Oh, okay. Uh, when Dick Grayson was Robin and they did Titans before, and uh-huh. it was kind of almost a failure uh-huh. because they quit, but now they're back and now they got Raven and they're going to have a lot of more, a lot more uh, heroes are going to come into this show. Wow. So it looks really good. It okay. sounds good. Yeah, it was really good. Because uh, they actually did... The way this one started off... It started off from where the, the last one ended. This one supposedly should have been the last episode of the previous season. But they had cut it uh, for some reason to make it to this one. Because they didn't know if they were going to have a season two. So when they did this one, they finished off the Trigon thing. So we actually got to see Trigon as full Trigon the way he's supposed to look. Oh, wow. Because he was looking like a human... And then he does something. He comes walking out looking full Trigon like he's supposed. I was like, <laughs> I was like they, they they did it like you're supposed to. There we go with the joke again. You always got to go full Trigon. <laughs> so and then that's where you see where Raven gets her her jewel. Oh, her gotcha. that traps her father. So so you, that's where I was like, okay, we got. So we, they, we, they took they took their time to get the origins going. That's 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 cool. That's respectable, you know, because yeah. that was the biggest problem with the movies. Honestly, is they didn't take their time with origins for the heroes. So yeah. you know that really kind of fucked up a lot of things. But of course, we all know that you know a lot of it comes down to the board of directors and Zack Snyder wasn't even getting to do what he really wanted to do. And yeah, that old mess. But this, on the other hand, seems to be done right. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, that started off. Uh, uh, what else? I was reading so much stuff today, and I didn't write notes on it. Information overload. Yeah, so much stuff. Like I said, a lot of the Mandalorian stuff that uh, I threw the news in while we were on the trailer. Because, uh, yeah, this is basically it's eight episodes, and the, some of, there was another trailer that came out that I didn't show, Sean, but you do see him with full Mandalorian armor, the silver armor. Oh, okay. From, like, his helmet. Right. And everything on that one. So you actually see it grow and everything. And uh, more dialogue was going between a lot of them. And that's where you see Jeannie Carano talking. And she helps him out. You see more why. You know, I thought she was going to be like, she always ends up being a backup. No, she's actually a good guy. In oh, this one. well, hey. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about, we didn't mention about the Star Wars one. And I don't know if you... If, you saw whatever. Did you notice the C-3PO in there had red eyes? Yeah, the red eyes. It's almost like C-3PO. Oh, is he the Sith mastermind? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> when I this saw, is Spaceballs or something. <laughs> when I saw that, I was and I, just me thinking about it now, and I'm all like... He's gone to the dark side. Did the Emperor kind of possess the <laughs> droid? I don't know, man. It makes you wonder. It is... It, you know, that is the thing, is it is so weird that it's almost like my brain doesn't accept it, and I'm just like, okay, that, that was weird, and we just move on, but you, you you actually bring out, like, that is really strange, like, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, it's really, it's like, wow, I was like, okay, uh, what else, oh, there's so much with the, the Flash is gonna be coming out, all that's gonna start, you got Batwoman, all them gonna start up, God, this is gonna be so big, because you got... Uh, Kevin Conroy coming in. Oh, as Bruce, he's got he's going to come in as Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's so exciting! But he's not wearing the cape and cowl. He's just coming in as Bruce Wayne because he is the Batman beyond Bruce Wayne. He's the older, he's the older oh. Bruce Wayne. And they're probably I'm pretty sure they're going to have a younger guy playing with the Batman Beyond Being outfit. Terry. I'm hoping it's, that's how it's going to be. That would be cool. Uh, you have 
Brandon Routh coming in as uh, reprising his role as Superman when he did it from Superman Returns. Wow. So he's supposed to be Superman Kingdom Come. Dang. So he's the Superman that's older, that's so that's absorbed so much radiation. The one that had like the fortress on solitude they put on the sun itself. Yeah. Golden Superman. Oh my god. Kind of like like him, but no, but he's he's just an older one. He's has oh, okay. the gray, he's supposed to have the gray hair. Gotcha. And he's has that weird S. Oh yeah, yeah. On his and he's he's the one that has. He, I think he's going to sacrifice himself. Okay. Along with Oliver and trying to stop. Boy, it sounds so good. The anti monitor. So this is going to be a really big crossover. It's going to be so big that it sucks because we're going to see the first half right before the winter break, and then we have to wait till. It comes back after the winter break, and you're like, no, <laughs> and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm actually looking forward to see what the Batwoman is going to do, because that looks pretty good also as well. And the CW is also looking, trying to find the next superhero movie to replace Oliver. I don't know. That was one discussion I wanted to have with all of us here. I think Mike and I discussed it on the road. What do you think a good superhero would be coming in? Man, like, well, the realistically, like, what they would do... That would that's kind of a hard one. I mean, there's so there's so much that they have to navigate with DC because of like what the movie properties have done and what the you know what the whole TV series like. I still like if I could get my wish, it would be Jason Blood and Etrigan. Like that would be fucking awesome because then you'd be getting the back and forth between Jason and Etrigan, and you get like some of the mystical stuff, and you could get some crossover with Constantine, and you get some really interesting stuff with him. But they're probably not going to do that. They're probably going to do a little more of a known, a little more of a, a staple character. Maybe they'll get brave enough and they'll do Green Lantern. Yeah, you know? and they'll do wondering. like you know, maybe do John Stewart. Like, yeah. you, that would be awesome. Yeah, because I was wondering because I know, I know in the DCU they're they're bringing in the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. They're bringing okay. that one in, so they want to reboot that one so bad. Gotcha. You know. So that, I think that would be a, a, a worthy attempt, and it, it would both be a little bit of a risk, but a lot less of a risk than like picking somebody who's lesser known or whose legacy has been even more screwed up. And, you know, and if they did John Stewart, like again, he hasn't been in any of the movies. You know, he hasn't been in any of that stuff. So they'll they'll be fine. It's not like you have to go back and think about the bad stuff that happened with that. Like this is a totally different Green Lantern. Yeah, and then also uh, in the MCU. Let's come and join. You know they they had the uh, they had the what you call it the D twenty three came out and everything. And so you had all the all the TV shows and everybody was complaining about on the Falcon and and Winter Soldier show. The Winter Soldier had his haircut. He's all clean cut now. Oh wow! And everyone's like, no, that's not the Winter Soldier. But yeah, he's all clean cut now in huh. this one, right? And this is the show is actually going to be based on. Yeah, from what I heard, and this could be just me speculating, it's the government saying, Falcon, you're not the real Winter Soldier. I mean, you're not the real Captain America. Huh. Okay. And he doesn't want to be Captain America, but even though he passed the mantle on to him, and he doesn't want it, but Baron Nemo is actually the big bad in this one, so he's coming back. with Because he actually talked to the guy, and he went full-on Baron Nemo. Oh, costumes. nice. And so... And then there's a Hawkeye TV show that they're talking about. And it's supposed to be Hawkeye training his daughter, basically, to become the next Hawkeye. Oh, wow. And then they were also talking, uh, what's-name was uh, the girl that was the voice of Gwen Stacy from Into the Spider-Verse. I forget her name. 
she she was talking to like, hey, can I be? She wants to be uh, Hawkeye's uh, daughter to be the. Oh, really? To learn. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Take there. So right. Yeah. Then also bringing in the mutants and everything. I don't know how far ahead because they don't have the rights with the Hulk, so they can't put the Hulk in his own movie. They wow. still don't own the, those rights. Wow. All right, that's how come he's he's always cameoing or in, in all the movies like that. Mm-hmm. They want to do Wolverine versus the Hulk. Oh, okay. That would be cool. Yeah. And so there's so many stories on oh, which one they would want to use. That would be so cool, man. That's how that's how Wolverine first was introduced in yeah. Marvel Comics. That would be so iconic to do that. Yeah. Especially right. if they got him in his in his in his classic suit. Yeah. Like, that would be crazy. And the only the other thing is like who would play New Wolverine? New Wolverine in this one? Man, that's a good question. You know, what actor would you think? And you you gotta look at as young actors. Yeah. An upcoming actor. Right. I don't know if you want to get an upcoming actor or if you want to get a young actor that we have now. Because, you know, they got Tom Holland at a young spot. He's barely, what, 20-something now. He can still play that younger right. version of Peter Parker. and go Even though they're not with the MCU, that's one big news that sucks, though. The Spider-Man is out of the MCU. Yeah. But um, it's just kind of hard to figure out what actor you would want. Something. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it would it would probably have to be somebody we haven't heard of yet, we haven't seen yet. You know, somebody who would just look like kind of a younger new gen Hugh Jackman. You know, somebody that have the same kind of look to yeah. him. Um, so you know, somebody that probably would start out. We don't have a lot on him. We don't have a lot of reputation. Know a lot, so he can kind of come as a fresh mold and become the new Wolverine. Yeah. You know, I think that's what we'd have to have. I think if you had somebody who already kind of has an established MO and what they're like in their movies, it, it wouldn't be able to match up Hugh Jackman. We'd be comparing them on that basis. But if it's some guy we haven't heard of and he's just kind of, you know, being a template and just letting Wolverine become his new identity, I think that would probably be more acceptable. And, you know, we would all would be able to, okay, yeah, this is Wolverine. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean that's what I look at. I don't, I don't doubt Marvel at all. I'm pretty sure they'll cast. Yeah, their casting's been perfect on yeah. everything. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, they didn't like Captain Marvel, but well, I means Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. I think she did an excellent job as it and everything, and they cast right. So, uh, like I said, I don't doubt doubt them. It's just everybody's going to throw their whole thing up. Everybody's doubting Robert Pattinson as. As Batman, as, yeah, I, he's a good actor. A I mean, actor. You, you can't you can't knock him like just because there was crappy writing, you know, and just because it was a teen flick, you know, doesn't mean that he's not a good actor. Like you can't you can't damn actors for playing certain roles in movies and just that's how I'm always going to see him. He's not always Edward, okay? You know, yeah. he's not always going to sparkle, be a sparkle vampire. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Batman, that's what it's called, and everything. It's actually going to be based on. Since it's a pre, you know, pre, it's not an origin story of it anymore. So this is actually Batman as a younger Batman. Hmm, okay, and it's going to be based on the Long Halloween. Oh, that novel, oh. that Batman novel. Oh, it's actually a trilogy of it's all three books. I think they're going to do. Interesting. So it's it's going to be that. The reason why it's a Long Halloween is kind of the Long Halloween is was a murderer that was that Batman was trying to figure out, and that's why there's going to be so many villains. In this one, because it wasn't his normal villains that made this murder. That's why the Penguin's going to be in it. Uh, the Riddler. 
and he's going to all of them again to try to figure out who it is. Nice. And that's why it's called Long, the Long Home. This sounds exciting, man. So it looks like it's going to be him being the master detective that Batman is. Right. And I think, you know, honestly, looking at Robert Pattinson the way he is, I think he's going to pull that off. I think he can. I think he really can. I think he does have the acting chops, and I think that he, can, I think he can do it. Uh, other than that, I, can, I don't have too much more on news. I don't know if you have anything that you... Oh, that's pretty much it, other than just like the little personal news that we have. Uh, we now actually have in our equipment, repertoire, and things we have to work with. You know, that's that's been a challenge for us since we've had to downsize a little bit. But now uh, we actually have for our media production stuff, which will hopefully, you know, help speed some things up and allow us to do cooler things along the, along the way. You know, eventually we intend to do some video and stuff like that. Well, I have now a badass content-creating PC, this just monster of a machine, and which, by the way, is also good for PC gaming, too. It's on the same level of just quality on everything. AMD machine, this thing is awesome. My little brother, Garrett, shout out to him. He's the one that built it. He did it all himself. Like, I just started with this kid. He's like, he's like 15, and I just I started on, like, looking up a processor and then next thing I know, he took over the whole thing, is looking at all the parts, has figured it all out, putting it all together. He assembled the whole damn thing himself, did it like overnight, and like, see, here's our new PC. Like, wow, holy crap. Like, installed the OS, did everything. So I like major shout out. I was super impressed with what he pulled off. But that will that will definitely be that's a key piece of equipment, something that we'll be able to do a lot down the road as we get into other, you know, parts of the form of media and the things that we're doing for you guys, you know, when we start doing more video and also even just the audio editing itself will hopefully unlock some faster speeds and some things that we can get done. So that's that's an exciting thing. Yeah. Well, like I said, hopefully the, the more stuff we have, like I said, uh, Kyle has a camera. He said I can borrow uh, every so often. So I know we'll have stuff that will when we go take pictures, I'll make videos and everything. I'm looking to get a gimbal so it can be stabilized and I can use it that way. Nice. Uh, I want to get my video editor, my video editing skills up so I can start doing that. Right. And start recording this. Even if I have to use my phone to record this or whatever, because I there's gimbals I found that can connect to my phone. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and then we just get open camera on your on your phone. Yeah. And boom. And then we'll, we'll put some more stuff on YouTube and everything. And actually, you'll see raw uncut footage of us doing a show and then when you go to the thing you're like oh you see how much was cut out right of the of the show when sean edits it and you'll see just raw us raw on the on youtube yes i love that idea so other than that like i said that's that's all we have for this show uh it's good to be back guys good to be back uh we'll be back next week again hopefully uh no problems uh Cross our fingers. <laughs> Cross our fingers and everything. Like I said, uh, unfortunately, like this week, my aunt passed away, so I have a funeral to go to on Thursday. Uh, uh, other than that, um, hopefully Miguel will be back next week. Sean, I know you'll be back and everything. Will be we'll good. go to Miguel's house if he doesn't come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that'd be a long drive for you. <laughs> I'll drive know. here and then I'll drive with you. <laughs> other than that, that's our show for this week. I'm Rick. I'm the Irishman. And we out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. If you really like Critical Thinking Podcast, then you need to make sure you follow everybody that's involved with this. So I'm going to give you a quick heads up on who our lovable sponsors are. We are brought to you by Tokyo Munchies, located in Tokyo, Japan. We also have Japan Ramen Box, which is also... 
is in the United States. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's in Japan. And then, of course, our big-time sponsor, Tanks Paintball. Tanks Paintball, where you can go down there and shoot Sean in the ass any freaking time you want to, and he can't do nothing but cry like a little bitch. Tanks Paintball, where you can shoot everyone in the ass, and it's perfectly legal out on Southwest Freeway, which is in Texas. And now, and now, our new, new, big-time sponsor, put your hands together for the black man out of Atlanta, Georgia, the true Showtime. The True Showtime. That's right. He is now sponsoring us. Can you believe that shit? Well, anyway, that's our sponsors. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time.